the dark with Mark. Have you fuck up yet? Alright, welcome to another episode of After Dark with Mark. Today I received the Cameron Brothers. Those guys are so dope. Uh, you should go and check it out their YouTube channel. And uh, they're working very close with the team from Bob Proctor. And uh, when, when you see their videos, it's just something else. They bring you into a journey. Guys, thank you for, having, uh, for coming on the show. Hey, it's We're a pleasure. Happy, happy to be here, yeah. So uh, the Cameron brothers, there's three of you, but right now I have like two. I have Craig and Jeff, correct? Yes. Yeah. And then we're missing Christopher, which yeah. like he's still in bed. He's in he's bed. In bed. He's, yeah. he's the odd one out. <laughs> Is he the lazy one? <laughs> you know, he, he works at nights, so that's probably why. <laughs> He just sleeps in a lot. <laughs> so this is, this is something which you, you, you make me realize because even though that you can be, you can have some, some type of, uh, I'll put it in quote, like fame, like being really good into that space, uh, you guys still have day jobs. Like, for example, your brother Cameron is, is working at night. It's very hard to live from videography, right? Um, it depends. It, like um, before we were doing more freelance stuff, we're actually working full time with uh, Bob Proctor now. So now we're just living the dream. But um, yeah, it can be spotty. So like the fuck ups that you had to go through in order to, to get that gig, which right now, like working with Bob, like you just mentioned it, it's the dream job. And we'll come back to this because you guys all have a very interesting view on behind the camera. But until that point you needed to do freelance job you needed like to to prove yourself and uh, you've been doing this for quite a while i've seen some videos on youtube i mean this this date from seven years ago yeah no we've definitely been doing it for a while um well yeah i mean there's there's i guess there's two things there's like the videography gigs we do just like to make a living right like corporate kind of work um, and then we'd have our YouTube channel on the side, which was more of a passionate thing. Um, we've kind of done all the, like, personally, I've done a lot of jobs that I didn't enjoy. It's only now that we're kind of doing the work that we have a passion for and it, you know, brings the money in. Um, but yeah, I've done jobs where, you know, it's just not exciting to say the least. <laughs> so when, when I mean I can feel it in in your in your voice it's like like you we someone just put you into a hole it's just like get me out of here right now get me out of it right now yeah you just got to keep going forward you know things really started picking up for us once we started actually studying this material mm -hmm. that's when things really started we started uh getting more jobs and you know next thing you know we're working with Bob Proctor so we kind of use the, the material to get us out. So when you're saying like study this material, you're talking about what Bob Proctor is teaching. So you started applying it into your own personal life? Yeah, we just started reading books about it. You know, really, I didn't know anything about it. Jeff was really into it and got me into it. And things just sped up. I, I left my job. That was like the best thing. I was actually working full time at the time. 
um, under a boss, not a leader. So it wasn't the best situation. It was a yeah. safe job. Actually, tell me the difference now, now that you, you are involved with this material all the time. Like, what's the difference? Like for the people which are listening to this right now, what's the difference between a boss and a leader? Oh my God. I mean, a leader is just someone you almost, you look up to, you just want to be them. Uh, they support you. Um, I don't think there's necessarily a hierarchy at all either. Um, you kind of feel like you're on par with them too. Um, so in comparison, you know, now that I'm working with PGI, it's, it's almost too good to be true. Everyone's so kind and supportive. Um, uh, yeah, the, the last boss I had, I was just, uh, to be honest, I was just terrified. Everybody was like walking on eggshells. Um, the idea was almost like you had to like prove yourself, you know, to be worthy. It's like you weren't enough until you proved that like you were good enough kind of thing. So, um, I find like bosses, you're just kind of terrified of being like fired and, and they're bossy. Right. Um, so completely different things. And now, now it's a day and night, like the way that you, you are experiencing your work, uh, you're pretty much on your own. You do pretty much whatever you want. You, you, you have this, this freedom of creating, which I think that as a videographer, it's probably like the, the key piece. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, that's another thing a leader does is they, they cultivate like a creative environment. Right. So when you have ideas, even if they're like ridiculous, they still kind of support it and they're open to it. So I think that's a huge leadership quality too. Um, you know, as you know, I work under Tommy uh, and Mikey and that's exactly what they do. They're just so open to creativity and uh, yeah, I can just kind of breathe and, and do my work. And uh, that's when the good stuff really comes out. What's, what's the most, What's the most um, enticing work as a videographer for the people out there? Because I, now, like, you know, you just need a phone. And uh, this is a space which is, um, I'm not sure if it's really understood. Because, like, the, the quality of the phone and the quality of work now that you can do with an iPhone or uh, a Samsung, it's, it's like, mind-blowing. And... And there's a lot of people that are considering themselves to be professionals, but well, prof being a professional, that, that, that's, that's an entire thing on his own. So tell me what, what's, um, what's the nicest thing for you to work with PGI and to be able to do what you're doing? I th personally, <clears throat> I think the greatest thing is just what we're filming. It's unlike anything uh, we've ever seen before. There's so many sort of cinematic moments happening all the time at PGI. You know, people are having breakthroughs. Um, people are, uh, their paradigms are shifting. Um, Bob is incredible to film. So it's, for us, it's really easy because everywhere you point the camera, it's like something's going on, you know? Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's epic. I mean, obviously, you know, Bob, he's just everything he says, like he's that kind of like movie trailer voice. He, he kind of is an actor too, right? So it's like all the elements are just in place. And, you know, really good movies are about the hero's journey, right? If you think about Joseph Campbell and kind of Star Wars, if you want to use that as an example, everybody's on the journey, right? They're all kind of like, you know, turning into something else, finding themselves, opening their heart, kind of finding the, you know, what they're meant to do. So it's just, uh, 
epic to film really. And this is what you are sharing. I mean, you always do like little movies in the middle of, of the, of the events. And there's a different type of events that you are filming, but I'm always amazed by the quality in, in how that you can create a movie so, so quick by just filming a, an event and just like to put people in perspective. So you've got a stage, you've got a, a bunch of tables um, where people are sitting and you guys are having still camera. You're not really like having some, uh, some booms or anything like that. You're not like moving the cameras as they're still. And you're creating this amazing movement into it. So tell me, what, what is your process of uh, creating those movies? You know, I just think about that lesson uh, from Troward entering into the spirit of it. Uh, you know, first of all, the energy is so amazing there. So you just kind of get carried away with it and use everything, you know, Bob really teaches. I almost, I don't even think I just do. And as we're filming, the ideas come, like a song would pop in my mind. Um, also just observing people and, and watching things. I mean, really it's the same setting all the time. So you got to kind of think about different angles and, uh, just kind of use perception, right. And see everything from a totally different angle just to kind of like mix it up. No, yeah. You know, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say it really is for some reason at PGI. I mean, I know why it's easy because everyone's on such a sort of high frequency. So artistically we're taking that in. And um, we kind of just use the laws, um, like what PGI teaches. We keep the, the end in mind, and then we kind of just allow it to happen. And it seems to kind of organically just come together every time because of that. And, and a big lesson we're finding is the ones that we don't necessarily, I mean, I should, maybe I shouldn't say the secret, but sometimes when we just don't try, those are like the best ones. It's like we just do it, and there's no kind of force. We're not trying hard. And it's odd. We always get like the best response for those ones. So there's a, there's something about that, like just kind of working smarter, but not working like too hard. So you're talking about spontaneity, like you're talking about like really letting your feeling take you over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Letting the exactly. feeling, just knowing it's going to be really good and just uh, kind of working at it fast and, and not trying too hard, just like going with the flow. Now, there's a couple of things that you guys have said, uh, which if we're talking to an uninitiated person, which a lot of people which are listening to those podcasts, uh, they have no clue what you're talking about. So you, you talked about entering to the spirit of it, uh, which you probably lost like a bunch of people. You're talking about laws. Uh, are we going to get arrested? Like, are you talking about perception, frequencies? I mean, like, what type of, what type of jargon are you talking about? Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of just the uh, the PGI jargon, I suppose. Um, I mean, I can try and go into the description of it. Like, there's, to put it um, in a basic way, like the law of vibration, there's low vibration, high vibration, high fre frequency. So um, higher frequency would be um, sort of higher emotions. You could like relate it to emotions, basically. Feeling, mm -hmm. feeling open, feeling creative. Um, lower vibration would be, um, feeling contracted, feeling, uh, stifled, feeling, uh, there's no flow. So 
Um, basically, what we're, what we're saying is when we go to these events, the, the frequency, the energy is so high, everyone's feeling so good that it kind of artistically raises us up and it makes our job really easy. And it's always emotion too. We get emotionally involved. So we're not too mental about it. So when I'm holding that camera, I'm one with the camera, uh, so to speak. So I I just kind of feel into the movement. Um, and, And, you know, when I'm filming someone, I almost feel like a ninja. I'm just kind of getting emotionally involved with the room. So they don't even really notice me. Because uh, you're going to get those moments when people do notice they're being filmed and then their uh, their par- paradigm is going to pop up, kind of get okay. nervous. That's, that's <laughs> another word now, like that you just mess up with people. Uh, like, I, I, like, I like what you guys are saying. And if I can put an image into people's mind, which is listening to this right now, it's like if you're going to, if you listen to an uh, MP3, you know, on your phone and, and you love that song and you love that, that singer and you love that band. But when you go to the concert, there's something which is shifting. Even though that you know, you know the lyrics by heart, you can sing. But when you have the concert and then you have all the people around it and around you and you can sing with the band, that is what you're referring to, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that, when that good song comes up, right? You're just feeling it and you just kind of let go of everything. So... When, when you are creating a movie, is that always in the mind of the, the director to, to put the, the audience into that, that state? And I don't know if you've, you, like the people which are listening right now, have been seeing like, you know, director talking about when they create movies. But I want to, I want to see like your point of view, like from behind the camera, like what 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 is the what is the goal ultimately when you are creating those movies? Well, I always think of it again, similar to Bob, it's like you're orchestrating vibration. Hmm. So you start off with a problem where usually people resonate, you know, kind of what's wrong, uh, maybe a rather low vibration or kind of an angry one, right? Kind of a shocking one. And then you kind of, you know, through rhythm and the pacing of the edit through the music and what we're seeing kind of bring them up a couple levels of frequencies uh, and then kind of like hit some emotional point and usually you want to kind of uh, uh, usually I try to make people see something they might not see that I see right uh, just how wonderful they are um, to look for them to look at themselves in a, a different kind of way and hopefully leave uh, behind some kind of meaningful message and, and for them to uh, look at the video, you know, maybe like a couple months later and for them to be brought back to that, mm. that moment in time so they can kind of relive it. So like creating souvenir, creating like memories, creating something in their mind that, as you said, maybe they haven't seen it. And now all of a sudden they, they bring this with them. Yeah. And uh, just capturing the spirit of it. Right. I would think. Now, one thing that uh, I talked to you and you said, you know, when I look at you and now I'm, I'm, I'm transiting more into uh, the, 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 the consultant because like you're doing like different type of events. And when you're going into the consultant, you, you said once, it's like you guys are just a bunch of superheroes and you don't even realize like what we can see. First of all, I think that you have like a very vibrant imagination. 
And if you want to see this, go to their YouTube channel and look for the Cameron brothers. Like their imagination is just out of the chart, but you see things that people do not see. Well, yeah, like I mentioned, you guys all seem like heroes on a journey and due to the material, everybody has such rich character. Um, and it really is like acting, right? Like, like Bob would, you know, tell people like the actors believe it, like they become someone. So, uh, you know, for us, it's just amazing seeing you guys change all the time. It's like the Phoenix, you know, you're, you're dying and then you're reborn another person. And, uh, and the cameras just love you for that. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just epic. And, and, you know, when, when I first saw you, I was on like, it's almost intimidating everybody. Like you look like you're out of like GQ or something, right? (laughs) (laughs) A bunch of James Bonds, you know, just walking around and, um, you know, even when, when we brought our mother to an event, she, she mentioned, it seems like everybody's famous here. Um, just cause they have like the look, but they also just have the personality and that energy that you would see, uh, you know, someone in Hollywood have. It's very interesting what you're saying, because we on our side of, of the, the floor, we see the same thing with you, you know, like you guys are, are creating absolutely magic with, with those cameras and, and with the editing and, like those movies, you know, we grew up, I don't know about you, but I grew up watching, watching TV. I mean, that was probably, you know, I spent more time with the TV than I spent with my parents. And, and when, when you can, when I see someone that can create those movies this way, I'm always amazed and I'm always see this as being a superstar. So I want you to know that I'm seeing you as a superstar. So I'm really happy that you are on the show today. So what's, what's the goal guys? Like what, what's the vision? What's the big vision for the Cameron brothers? Well, we have a a skit we want to release. So we are going to release. So it's a very, almost a C type goal skit we shot and we're about to edit. Um, I would say my goal personally is directing feature films. Um, But right now, like we, we just really want to help out PGI and just use our our talents and uh, just spread the message yeah, I mean, that's the focus there right now with, with PGI, at least. We want to do our, our Cameron Brothers YouTube, and, we, and that's kind of a C-type goal to really expand that. And then the, our other C-type goal right now um, is just making PGI, all of you guys, blow up. Because we really believe that even though PGI is very uh, popular, Bob's very popular, it still is kind of a hidden gem. And we just need to show the world what's going on here because there's nothing like it anywhere. Now tell me, like you need you need to help the audience. Like, what what is a C type goal? Well, a C type goal it's it's a goal in which you don't know how you're going to do it. Um, it would almost seem like a wish or a dream. You probably had it maybe more so when you were a kid. Um, but if you were to think about it now, it would excite you and scare you at the same time, and it would almost seem unrealistic. So it's it's just really going for that dream. If, if money didn't exist, uh, if you could have anything you want, what would you really be doing? And, and you I, believe, it, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was, I was just going to say, I must admit my goals change because the more I learn about myself, the more I find it changes. So, 
So basically, you're just realizing that you were not going for for that big goal, and and as you know, you get to know yourself better. Now, all of a sudden, those goals are becoming bigger. Is that correct? Yeah, bigger. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, when I mean you, you're saying like very interesting things, but like as a videographer, like don't you want to? To be like, uh, what what is the brothers which are doing the Matrix? What was their name again? Oh, um, Wachowski brothers. Wachowski yeah. brothers, which which to me, what PGI is doing is a little bit like like this. If you look at the Matrix, and if you look at how like that was presented, like there's so much information, and and if you're if you're not familiar with the movie The Matrix, which a lot of the millennials like, they were babies at the time. Uh, so go back and check it out. Oh, I, I know. Uh, that, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, oh, you're uh, never mind. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've seen the matrix. Because like the ma- the matrix to me is very very close to what we're doing at PGI. Oh yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's yeah. You take the blue pill, the red pill. I mean, it's yeah. all the hero's journey again. I mean. You know, this is for a filmmaker, this is like golden knowledge of how to like craft a story. Um, and I think, you know, really good films like The Matrix do more than just entertain, right? Like there's uh, some alchemy in that, right? They make you think. They make you think and uh, and grow. And that's a little bit what you're doing. You know, if I look at your YouTube channel, you can see there's always a little bit of messages in it or, or I mean in a funny way but there's always a there's always something that you're trying to bring out and and pass like some type of message yeah yeah definitely so like when when are you like when are you going to release that 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 feature uh how did you call this again our our new uh youtube skit uh skit you call this a skit yeah, you know, this is almost like more of a short film we're releasing. Um, we went all out, like making costumes. We filmed under a bridge, um, worked with a lot more people than just the three of us. So um, I would still call it like a YouTube skit. Okay. Uh, it's coming. It's coming this spring. Yeah. It's coming this spring. So we, we need like to to help you out with that because, I mean, you guys have so, so much talent. What would you say to someone which – want to be in that space and uh like for now just have just have his phone like what 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 type of advice would you give to that person that love love camera love video love editing love all of this i would just say pick up your phone and go it's really not about the production value it's not about the camera it's about what you're shooting it's about the idea you can have the biggest budget in the world. You can have all the skills, but if you don't have a good story or um, idea, then it really doesn't matter. People shoot things on their phones and they get millions and millions of views. And then people, you know, they'll pour tons of money into like a short film or something and nobody will see it. So I would really focus on a, just going out and shooting things. And cause like you said, you just got to go. Um, and, and then B, just focus on the core elements of what you're doing. Focus on, you know, if you're shooting a, a short film, what's the story? What's the core idea? You know, the script writing, all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. And I'd say just study this material too, you know, find out more about yourself because I think it just really translates into, uh, into your work and your creativity. But like Jeff said, just, uh, just do it. Just go. Just get involved with it. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, what's next for you guys? Like, again, you have your skit, which is getting out this spring. Uh, like any date, any date ready for that? Or we're going to have to be patient. I think, I think like the end of May, maybe early June. That's and what I have in my mind, at least. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you know a goal, you need to have a date, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. We need, need to have a date. <laughs> here, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to be uh, here. And I'm, I'm looking forward to see all the work that you're going to do in, in the months to come. I'm looking forward to see that new skit. Uh, guys, like those guys, the Cameron brothers are absolutely amazing. Like, follow them on YouTube, share it with your friends, see what they're doing. And um, are you still doing like some gigs on the side as well? You know, right now we're just, you know, YouTube and PGI. We're just totally focusing on that. And we're loving it. Like we're literally in love with this business. So that's at least where my mind's at right now. Mm. So I, there, there's no doubt that you love what you're doing because it shows, it shows in your material. And this is exactly what each and every one of you needs to do guys. So if, if you love to do something, make sure that you're putting all of your heart in it, get into the spirit of it, get into the energy of what you're doing and you're going to get the result that you want. Cameron brothers, Jeff, Greg, thank you so much for this. I'll see you another time. Thank Thanks you. so much, Mark. Sure. And happy Cheers. birthday. Thank happy, you. Happy birthday. Cheers. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please write a review and subscribe to never miss a future episode of After Dark with Mark. As well, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Mark Jospitre.